The Cal Halbert Podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading and listening to this episode of the Cal Halbert Podcast. This week is a very, very special podcast to me because I get to interview the Northern Ireland international and Newcastle United legend Tommy Cassidy. And arguably, his greatest achievement is that he is my father-in-law. So, uh, And because he is in uh, our bubble, uh, so... He's my father-in-law, so he's in our support bubble. So I could go round and interview Tommy rather than having to do it over Zoom. Uh, Tommy Cassidy has recently uh, come out into the newspapers in saying uh, he's talking about his battle with Alzheimer's disease. It's a very, very nasty disease, and it is very important to me that we raise awareness of Alzheimer's. So if you head over to calbutmedia.com, we are selling signed prints of Tommy back in his heyday uh, of Newcastle United, signed and numbered by Tommy, and we're raising money for Alzheimer's. Uh, well, not not the disease, Alzheimer's research. Um, so, yeah, we're not giving Alzheimer's the money we're giving people the money that are fighting against Alzheimer's. That'd be terrible. What a terrible idea to give money to the disease. We don't want that. Uh, But we are selling prints signed by Tommy. Uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. It means a lot to me, this podcast, uh, as Tommy is is very, very close to me. So I hope you enjoy. The Cal Halbert Podcast. So on the podcast today, I'm very pleased to say we've got Northern (laughs) Ireland International and Newcastle United, for, well, former, you, you're not still playing for Northern Ireland, are you, Tommy? No, I'm too old. <laughs> well, I don't know. After the performances recently, I think you could teach them a thing or two. I, well, football today is a different game altogether. Yeah? Different game altogether. Just pass, 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 pass. There's no shooting, there's no dribbling, there's nothing like that. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't like it. No, football today is different, completely different. Right. What well, what is it that's changed it? Well, money, I suppose, is, is the big thing, isn't Money's it? Money's a big thing, yes. And we weren't paid money. We weren't paid much money. But uh, it was I paid. I was paid more than my dad. My dad worked forty hours a week. Yeah. And I I worked about two hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was paid more than my dad. But I I gave my mum my mum and my dad money. Yeah. Uh, what did your dad do? My dad was a baker. All right. Yeah. 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 Lots of cake. Lots of cake, yeah, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> so was this when you was your mum and dad back in Belfast, isn't it? They were back in Belfast, yes. The Shankle Road. The Shankle well. Road, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, 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 yeah. The Shankle Road. Well, you've told me some stories about the Shankle Road and stuff. And how old were you when you saw? Was it uh, people shooting at the British Army? Or she, shooting at the British Army. I was about um, twelve. Really? Yeah, I was twelve. You know. <laughs> At some point, yeah, yeah. At some point. <laughs> the year before I was 13. <laughs> it must have been terrifying to see that, though, about 12 years old. So you're not even in in high school or something like that, and you've seen people with rifles. I've seen people, I walked up the Shankle Road once, and I turned the corner, and I've seen people lying in the middle of the road shooting at the British Army. God, it's, it's terrifying, isn't it? Absolutely terrifying, terrifying, terrible. So absolutely terrible. You were brought up in Belfast, and you you went to grammar school, didn't you? I went to grammar school. I was posh. <laughs> so was it? Were you playing football before then, or I played football before then? But I went to grammar school. There was no football. Really? It was only rugby. Right. Okay. I played for I played for Ulster schoolboys. Right. Scrum yeah, yeah. half. Oh, a good friend of mine was Michael Gibson. Right. Yes. He yeah, played, yeah. Played out half for Ireland. One of the best out halves in the world. Really. Yes, really. <laughs> and I wouldn't question him for it. He'd crush me. <laughs> <laughs> he would, uh, yeah. He was a hard man, but he was a lovely man. Yeah. 
Lovely man. So when could you start playing football then, if it was just rugby at the grammar school? I played, I started uh, rugby, I started a football uh, scheme in the grammar school. Right. I started, I helped to start it. Right. In the grammar school. Uh, but rugby, rugby uh, sorry, football was looked upon as a, a terrible game. For hooligans sort of thing. Hooligans, yes. Rugby was a post game. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was was cricket heavy in, in cricket the, was heavy. I was a, I was a, I played cricket for Ulster schoolboys. Really, yeah. yeah. So you, were you just a, a generic good all round sportsman? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> so did you go through any um, any like so obviously we'll get to Newcastle shortly, but a lot of Newcastle's team and local lads have come through Walls End Boys Club and stuff. Oh, did yes. you go through any young any clubs back in Belfast? No, I didn't. I went just through the school, Belfast High School, Grammar right. School. So who was the first team to give you a contract? It was Glen Torren. Glen Torren? Glen Torren, yeah. They were, they were the second top team in, the, in Ireland, right. next to Linfield. Right, okay, yeah. But they were, Glen, it was Glen Torren I played for. I played for them against in the, in the European Cup. You mentioned Glen Torren, so that was the first club that you, you were signed for, but didn't you end up managing them at some point as well? I managed them, yeah. Managed them getting into the third round of the European Cup. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is very, very unusual for an Irish team. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, 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 a Northern Irish team. <laughs> oh, big, you've big, just upset all of Northern there's Ireland there's there. A, there's a big difference. <laughs> so what, uh, I know you did tell me about Manchester United were interested in signing you, weren't they? I went on trial in Manchester United. They yeah. wanted to sign me, but well, I went home, told my mum and dad. My mum started crying because you're leaving. Uh, that's why I didn't go. Right. So you went, oh, I'll stay here. I'll stay here, yeah. Yeah. Did you stay with Glen Torren then? I stayed with Glen Torren. Yeah. And then how many years later, roughly, was it when you went to Newcastle? I went to Newcastle in 1970. Right, yeah. For 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years, yeah. Do you do you enjoy playing for Newcastle? I love playing for Newcastle. When I, when I was picked. <laughs> but I love playing for Newcastle, yeah. I got to the cup final in 74. Yeah. FA Cup final well, and the 76 good. Cup final. Oh, how were they for you? But, but, but we lost both of them. <laughs> well, it, how did it feel? Obviously, getting to the Cup final is incredible, being able to get there and saying you're in a team that got to the Cup final. But you're so close. And uh, how did that feel? What do you mean, so close? So <laughs> so close to winning the Cup. But uh, um, I, I, I was playing two Cup finals, lost both of them. You were favourite against Liverpool, weren't you? We were, we were favourites, yeah, because so we were we were top of the league of them. Mm-hmm. And what do you think went wrong for for that? Well, I think it was before the game. Yeah, um, we we went down there a week before the game and let stay in a five star hotel and had a few drinks, <laughs> all that. <laughs> and which, when I look back and I think to myself, my goodness me, how did we do that? Yeah. But was wrong, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. And then Liverpool, Liverpool took it. And it Liverpool was, uh, took it, yeah. Yeah, was that that was the cup final that Bruce Forsyth was at, wasn't it? It was, yes. He sang. Uh, he sang. <laughs> I, I can't forget. I forget what he sang. I think he sang the national anthem. I'm pretty sure. Ah, uh, maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it wouldn't the have English been, national anthem. <laughs> it wouldn't have been the life is the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have been happening. No, I don't think so, no. <laughs> Hope not. No. 
<laughs> at your time at Newcastle, the troubles were still happening over in Belfast. Oh, well, yes. And you told me a story um, about there being, a, a, I believe there was a bombing or something in, in, in Belfast. Yes. And you couldn't get through to your parents, is that Correct. right? Correct, and I was really worried. Yeah. I got rang up and there was no answer. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just said, in the, it was in the news that... Uh, there was a bomb in Belfast, mm-hmm. and they were shooting up, up the Shankill Road. Yeah. They were shooting at the Shankill Road, and it's shocking. Because you went into training, didn't you? And the manager pulled you and said, "What's wrong, Tommy? There's 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 something going on." And you said, oh, "There's there's been a bombing. There's I can't get through to my." Oh, parents. that's right. Yes, that's yeah. right. And didn't Newcastle United bring your family over? The Newcastle brought my family over. That was one of the reasons why I come. Really. Yeah. Newcastle United brought my family over. Brought my my my, my brothers. And uh, my mum and dad. And that was to Blakelaw, wasn't it? The Blake- to Blakelaw Blake area. Yeah. And obviously they came from a from a place that was so divided in um, Protestant and Catholic. And your family were Protestants. And in the Blakelaw is a predominantly Catholic area, was it not? Yes, but it, it, they, they changed my mum and dad's completely outlook. Yeah. Being a Catholic, it's so what? Yeah, Whereas yeah. in Northern Ireland, you're brought, I was brought up as a, as a Protestant. Mm-hmm. And I hated Catholics. Yeah, terrible. When I think back to that, I think, how the hell did I do that? Yeah, for for no reason whatsoever. No reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's just crazy, isn't it? Just crazy. crazy. Now, I'm going to ask you about a certain gentleman now that uh, everybody's going to know the name of. A certain George Best, I believe, uh, that you were very good friends with. (laughs) Very good friends, yeah. Him and his girlfriends. So when did you first meet George? Oh, I can't remember really when I first met him. I met him with the Irish team, obviously. Yeah. Um, I met him in a hotel mm-hmm. when he was with Miss World. <laughs> Marjorie Wallace. The Australian Marjorie Yeah, Marjorie Wallace, Wallace yeah. She, he was with Miss World. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that, can't we? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But uh, tell me, there was a story about George Best where you all went out to the cinema, is that right? Best oh, George paid in. Yeah, he paid for everybody. He paid everybody in. We, we all queued up to go, and he said, he says, I'll pay for it. George Best was a lovely, lovely man. Yeah. He was dying in the paper as, as a drunkard. Yeah. He liked a pint like. Yeah. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, but he was a lovely, lovely man, George. And a few more. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> and a few more, and I, I had some with him. Yeah. <laughs> didn't he, uh, you introduced him to your parents as well, didn't you? I brought, him, I brought my mum and dad to him. Yeah. And my dad said, are you George Bess? And my mom said, are you George Bess? My mom gave him a dirty look because <laughs> of his, his women affection. Yeah, he was a bit of a womanizer, wasn't he? It's Never meant a bit of a womanizer. I was a big womanizer. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was trying to be polite. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were trying to be polite. <laughs> Tell me about your times playing for Northern Ireland, Tommy. You were playing for Northern Ireland. You played in the World Cup that knocked out the host nation, Spain. Uh, that was 1982. 1982 it was, yeah. yeah. Knocking out Spain. And I understand that, am I right in thinking that you'd played every game? I played every game up to that that match and then I was left out of the team by Billy Bingham, the manager. Yeah. Um, that I, must uh, have really hurt. It really hurt me. It hurt me more than anything I ever did in football. Yeah. I was left out. I was told the team and I couldn't believe it. Everybody in the, in the room couldn't believe it either. Yeah. But I think if we look at it, um, 
Wee D was put in, wasn't he? Wee D McCreary. Yeah, D McCreary was put in in your place. In my place to pick, to, to mark a, I think it was, who was it? Um, a very good player. Yeah, Spain had a, a it was deemed the best player in the world at the he was time. He the best player he? in the world at the time that he was going to mark a man for man. Mm-hmm. And so it worked. Uh, was that was that the right decision? That was the right back? decision, yes. It was, but yeah. Looking back, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? You can look back. Oh, and looking go, back at it, it's look, it was... I couldn't believe it at the time. I was really yeah. disappointed. But you came on as a sub, though, didn't I you? I came on as a sub, yeah. I did very well. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely you did. Now, while you were playing for Northern Ireland, you also played against Scotland. You scored the winner at Hamden Park. I scored the winner at Hamden Park, yeah. And uh, that started a bit of a rivalry between you and Jinky Smith uh, from at Newcastle. Jinky was Scottish lad, obviously. Yeah. And he was playing for uh, Scotland. He was playing for Scotland. And uh, he took the mickey out of me afterwards. <laughs> and I took the mickey out of him. Who scored the goal? <laughs> what was his uh, favourite phrase that he'd like to say to you? Oh, um, see you, Cass. You only get a game when I'm injured. <laughs> well, who scored the winning goal? <laughs> <laughs> who scored the winning goal? Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Now, I would say my there's some great screamers of goals that you've had, Tommy. You've got the volley against QPR. Was it 40 yards or so, the West 40 Ham? 40 yards of the West Ham game. But I would say the the goal that's probably given you a couple of points from Newcastle fans over the time has got to be the Sunderland. goal against Sunderland to Roker Park. Of course, never mind a couple of pints, more than a couple of pints that <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, I remember that, yeah. Goal 40 yards. Yeah. Top corner. <laughs> Who was in goal? Jim Montgomery. <laughs> Tommy Cassidy. Cassidy? Yeah, oh, it's a superb that's goal. Right, yeah. who, who said that? Do you remember <laughs> the, the commentator? I can't remember the name of the commentator. Oh. No, no. But, uh, oh, fabulous. Fabulous goal there. And, yeah, uh, fabulous goal, yeah. New Year's Day 1980, wasn't it? It was, yes. New Year's Day 1980. Tommy Cassidy scores the winner against Sunderland. Sunderland has cracked. <laughs> what a goal. That must have been one of the highs of your career. It was one, probably the highest of my career. Really? Particularly being, being Sunderland. Yeah. Because they had their big rivals in Newcastle, obviously, everybody knows that. Tell us more about this, the rivalry between Newcastle and Sunderland. The rivalry was off the pitch as well. Yeah. You, you, you know, we, we went, used to go down to, Newcastle, down to Sunderland to have a, a, a pint, and we, we were, weren't, how can I say this, <laughs> difficult. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't accepted, really. Yeah. The same Sunderland players when they come up here. Mm-hmm. Also, I... Am I right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but when uh, when you left football, you were doing a bit of punditry as well. And for Sky, you had to do the reports from the Stadium of Light. That's you, right. I, had, had, I, as you I, was, I walked into this. I didn't want to go down sometimes. Yeah. I went down and I was booed. I was booed every week, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, I bet deep down that made you happy, though, didn't it? it made, deep down, I went, ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> Well, after so after Newcastle, you played for ten years at Newcastle United. You yeah. then went to Burnley. Went to Burnley, three so years of Burnley. Years. Come on, Burnley! Come <laughs> on, Burnley! Oh, we did well there. We got promoted. What's the biggest difference between Burnley and Newcastle United? Are the fans more passionate at Newcastle? Than no, Burnley? Newcastle begins with A, and Burnley begins with B. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so, do Newcastle have the more passionate fans? They do, yes. Yeah. yeah. The Burnley fans are good fans, like, but Newcastle are the biggest club in Britain. Yeah. For me, anyway. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. You I would agree. agree? I would agree. Where are you from? 
Shrewsbury originally, <laughs> but I'm a bit biased because I do support Newcastle. So. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I suppose there's something different to hearing the the roar of the crowd as you go out at St James's Park is totally different to any other stadium. Of course it is. It's the, the supporters are brilliant, absolutely brilliant. They can have a go at you. Yeah. Which you just you put up for it, put up on it. But uh, they were brilliant. Uh, I loved them. I loved the club. Yeah. Loved the club. Still do. I wish, I wish we spared the money today that they got today. Oh, that's true, yeah. I, I don't think we'd uh, any of us would be complaining if uh, we had some of that money, I think. But uh, being at Newcastle, you've got the Rora St. James's Park. And obviously, it, it's not the it's not the stadium it once it was when you were playing. It's a bigger stadium now. It's a bigger stadium now. I, when I played, it was uh, 40,000 full up. Now it's 60-odd thousand, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Something like that. After Burnley, you went out to Cyprus, is that right? I went to Cyprus. Applewell. Applewell, yeah, yeah. Nicosia. Apple, yes, Nicosia. Won the league. Got man of the, man of the month, man of the year, player of the season. Yeah. I loved it. I love Cyprus. When you first went to Applewell, did you just go as a player? I went as a player, yes. Yeah, and then did you become player-manager after that? I became player-manager, then I became manager. Now, is it difficult being a player-manager? Because you've got to be one of the boys in the squad, but then you're also the boss. Well, you've got to change, obviously. Yeah. And I changed. <laughs> but I love Cyprus. Because you, you managed to the European Cup, didn't you? you? I managed the European Cup, yeah. And that was the, the furthest that the Cypriot team had ever gotten. It was, yes. It was the furthest they got. We got to the quarterfinal. Yeah. Which for a Cypriot team is obviously brilliant. Yeah. I know. I'm pretty certain it's a record that hasn't been beaten. I don't think it has been beaten. No. I, haven't, I haven't known. Like, but I, before, I, before I arrived... Uh, they were f- they were in the first round. They were getting beaten nine nil, ten nil, and then we we did quite well. What's I mean? I I don't know whether you ever have been in a, a team that's just being slaughtered. Um, have, have you ever been in a team where you're playing against a team where you go, they are just ten times better than us here? Yes, some team I can't remember what the what it was like, you know, but it was some team beat us. Glen Glen Torren, yeah. we were beaten eight nil at Glen Torren one time. Oof. Yeah. I mean that's got to that's got to be painful, very painful. So what what do you do if, if you? I, I don't know if you've been in that position as a manager as well. But if you, if what does your manager say to you if you if you're half time and you're down four five nil already? He headbutt you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to put. That's only a joke, by the way. <laughs> You need to put some form of passion into the club, don't you? But what can you do? Oh, you, you can't do anything about it. You go if you don't put passion into it. If you're playing football, you may as well not play it. Yeah, because passion is all about football. So, with, with that in mind, what would you say to to young kids that are wanting to start playing football? They're going into smaller clubs. What's the most important bit of advice that you'd give to them? Get fit. <laughs> Keep fit. Get fitter. <laughs> And do everything you can to play. You've got to enjoy it. Well, that's the most important thing, enjoyment. That's what I did. I enjoyed football. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it made me... If you don't enjoy it, I wouldn't have continued with it. Yeah. If you if you decided that you didn't enjoy football anymore, would you have gone, that's it for me? I, I would probably... I don't know. I'm not too sure. Like, But I, I probably would have, I would have knocked it in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's talk about the, today's football. The uh, the amount of money that these footballers get now is completely different uh, compared to, to what you used to get, Tommy. I'm almost certain you said you got paid 40 quid. Got 40 quid, yes, that's right. And that's only if you played. But my dad was only on 18 quid a week and he worked 40, 50 hours a week. <sighs> he was only on 18 quid a week. So compared to that, mm-hmm. it was quite good. Yeah, yeah. Is Newcastle United still your club? It's still my club, yes. And it's the club that you support? It's the club I support, yes, very yeah. much so. So, I mean, looking at Newcastle United now, for, for years under Mike Ashley, it's just been very depressing football to watch. It hasn't been the best to watch, to be honest with you. But football today doesn't do does my head in. Really? You just pass, 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 pass. That's all it is. There's, there's, no, not, there's much excitement. Yeah. Um, I think today's game is completely different. Mm-hmm. It's all about money today. Yeah. Because back in your... What was your nickname? Wellies. Wellies. <laughs> Wellies, yeah. Well, there was an F word in front of it. <laughs> Wellies. I remember Wellies. Is it because you were good in the mud, Tommy? I was good in the mud, yeah. <laughs> I was... Well, that's when Joe Harvey used to pick me. Right. When the, the pitch was muddy. He picked me. First, the first person to pick you would be because of the mud. Wellies. <laughs> So long as Tommy's got his wellies on, we'll be all right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> For you, who's the greatest footballer ever? George Best. By by far? Well, not by far, but Pelly. Yeah, I've seen Pelly play. But George Best, for me, was the best player because he played in the hard... The, the pitches every week were different. Yeah. He played... Every game he played brilliant. Yeah. But he was a, he was a bit drunkard. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. Yeah. Do you know, a lot of the, the greatest footballers do have demons like that, don't they? And look at Paul Tell Gascoigne. <laughs> look at Paul Gascoigne. He's Gaza, Gaza, Gaza was a great player. Fantastic footballer. Great player, yeah, yeah. but he had an alcoholic problem. If we look at what Mike Ashley's done to Newcastle United now, is that he's just kind of used it as a bit of a cash cow. Know that the supporters are always going to turn up, regardless of who's on the pitch. What do you think about that? Well, the supporters are Newcastle supporters are fanatics. Fanatics, so they'll come on, they'll watch them play, no matter who who, who represents Newcastle United. Yeah, they will do, and I I don't I don't I agree with that. Yeah, it is difficult, isn't it? Because I mean, Steve Bruce is a manager at the moment, and <laughs> I'm not a fan of Steve Bruce personally. I'm sure he's a nice man. Um, I've met him a couple of times. Is he a nice man? He's a nice man, yes. Yeah, I, I'm sure he is, but I just, I can never forgive the, the him. The reason he's a nice man, he said I was a good player. <laughs> I played against him. Oh, did you? Yeah. When, was he playing for Man United? He's playing for Man United at the time, yeah. But his management, it just isn't strong enough for me. It's yeah. just slow, boring football. Well, the football today is slow and boring. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, I don't like football today. I, I love watching the game, to be honest with you. But, um... To watch it to get be entertained doesn't entertain me. Yeah, it's it's very very, it's just pass 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 pass. There's no dribbling, there's no shooting from forty yards. Oh, like that Tommy Cassidy screamer. What was that Tommy Cassidy? <laughs> so, would you be a better or worse player if you were playing the game today? I think I'd be a better player today. Yeah, I would be. Yeah, uh, there's no tackling today. That's true, yeah. Because it's an instant yellow card. Instant card, right? The game has changed dramatically. Yeah. Dramatically. Because 
I hope you don't mind me saying this, Tommy, but you weren't the fastest. Oh, I made do. <laughs> you weren't the fastest of players, were you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. That's the thing that put, let me down. I would have been a much better, better player if I had been a wee bit quicker than I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bit heavy. <laughs> all the cakes from your dad as a baker, that's why. That's why. I'll blame him. <laughs> but was uh, Joe Harvey's phrase to you as run? Well, Malcolm McDonald can run 100 yards in 10 seconds. You can pass a ball 100 yards in two seconds there we go i used to think that was brilliant yeah it took me about 10 years i think to realize what he meant <laughs> wasn't there a time where you weren't very well and you were in the digs and joe harvey turned up at uh oh, the digs oh i oh, no comment <laughs> so just check on the landlady make sure the landlady so check, okay. she's all right yeah <laughs> i'll leave it at that eh you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but playing for, let's have a look at the internationals again, Tommy, playing for Northern Ireland. Who were your, who were your favourite clubs to play against? Which countries were your best? Obviously, you scored the winner against Scotland, as we scored said. Scored against earlier. Hampden Park. Played in the World Cup, knocking out Spain. Um, who, were, who were your countries that you liked to play against? I like playing against Scotland. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Uh, and England. Yeah. England as home well. nations, sort home of. nations. Yes, I like the home nations. It was every year, every mm, April. Mm-hmm. I think it was April. Yeah, I like that because I suppose the Scotland Northern Ireland's got to be a a big, big, big match back. It's home. a big match because England is a big one. Yeah, but I love love playing. I scored the winning goal against Scotland. Yeah. I'll never forget that one. Oh, I'll forget it. I forgot it. <laughs> you spent a bit of time doing some radio with BBC Newcastle and things like that. You did some commentary. Uh, and uh, I did, yes. Yes, and uh, did you enjoy the commentary or, or, or was it frustrating as an ex-player commentating, thinking... It was frustrating, yes. When I just want to be down I want to be down there. I, just, uh, I wasn't the best commentator in the world, <laughs> to be honest here. <laughs> well, Tommy... Thank you very, very much indeed for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. I was quite good. I'm a good podcaster. <laughs> you are. You're in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> the Cal Halbert Podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to that podcast, the Cal Halbert podcast, starring Tommy Cassidy in that one. Uh, As I said, Tommy is very, very close to me, uh, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. A quick reminder, we are raising money for Alzheimer's research and Alzheimer's charities. Uh, Head over to calbertmedia.com and we will send you a signed print of Tommy Cassidy. They'll all be numbered as well. If you enjoyed the podcast, please, please, please like and share and tell all your friends. Subscribe. And if you can, give us five stars. That really helps us out. And I'll see you next time. The Cal Halbert Podcast. You've been listening to a Calbert Media production.